Hello, and welcome to Sobertown Podcast. I'm your host, Viv, and some of you know me as Sober I Thrive. Make sure to visit our website on SobertownPodcast.com. You will find our free Zoom calendars, Todd's modules for your sober toolbox, sober recovery stories, and our link to the Sobertown Facebook group on SobertownPodcast.com. I'll chat with guests and community members about topics related to sobriety and recovery. There are also a couple of sober communities called Boom, Rethink the Drink, and the I Am Sober app, where most of our website contributors met for SoberTownPodcast.com. Hello, SoberTown. It is my pleasure to introduce our guest, Transformation Specialist. Dr. Dravon James. She is the founder and director of Everyday Peace. She's the author of Freedom is Your Birthright, host of Dr. Dravon James' Everyday Peace on Sirius XM, Road Dog Trucking Show, and an actress whose career credits include a recurring role on HBO's The Wire. Welcome to Sobertown, Dr. Dravon. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here. I'm so excited to be part of your audience and what you're doing, the great work that you're putting forth in the universe. Oh, thank you so, so much. It is our pleasure to always showcase doctors such as yourself, a motivational speaker. You bring to the light a lot of the, the things that we need in our sobriety. And I know that your book that speaks about Freedom is your birthright. Freedom is your birthright. What a title to a book. And in, in everything that you're about is basically about freedom and happiness. So I know that we're here to talk about prescription for happiness. Exercise your happiness muscle. Let's start off with that. What does that mean? Oh, my gosh. So happiness, just like any other thing in life, is something that we have to be intentional about, right? We have to be intentional about it. So I thought about, you know, you know, getting ready for the summer. Right, so I have like a summer body. But right? you got to be intentional about that. You got to get in the gym. You got to do whatever it is your program. But you got to exercise that, or else you'll find yourself not living the that having the journey that you want. Happiness is the same way. If we want to be happy, there are things that we need to do. We have to take command over that and not be like a leaf blowing in the wind that whatever happens is going to just dictate whether or not I'm happy. You know, I used to hear people say that happiness has to do with what is happening. Well, that's not necessarily true. It's how am I taking that in? How am I responding? What is my approach to life? So really exercising that and making sure that I make it my business to make my life happy. That's my major focus. And I hope that we can talk to some of your audience members and that become their major focus. Because I can tell you something, people sometimes think that happiness is like a, a silly, frivolous topic. But when I coach and I tell people, you want to increase your income? Increase mm -hmm. your happiness. You want to improve your love life? Increase your happiness. You want to improve your health? Increase your happiness. Happiness is across the board so important for all these other areas in our life. And once we can get that, once we can get on target with that, we'll see improvements in every other important area in our lives. Wow. 
that is just so beautiful, so intentional. And I'm also seeing here that you say that happiness is an inside job and sustainable correction happens through love. Love, that's yeah. my favorite word. How does that happen? Explain it to our audience. Oh, I love this too. So, you know, I, and I say this, I, I'm not down on parents. I'm a mom. I wish I could say I had done it perfectly. I did not. But but that's okay, right? But, you know, we believe wrongly, right? A lot of times I, I talk about parents because people give us such a hard time. We believe that we can criticize someone to do better, right? It's like, okay, you know, how many times as we as parents or as, even as children heard this, you go over there and think about what you just did, right? And no, that's not really going to help me do better, right? You telling me or criticizing me, it does not help me to do better. But we believe that. We believe that about ourselves. We believe that if our self-talk, if we talk really hard to ourselves and chastise ourselves and really get in our face and about this, we'll do better. No, ma'am, no, sir. That does not work. What works is that if we love ourselves, that's what we get sustainable correction. When we love ourselves and, and make a pledge openly, I will love you no matter what, mm. no matter what, no matter the shame, no matter the guilt, no matter the condemnation, no matter the wrong, no matter the offense, no matter how many times we have gone around the mulberry bush over this one thing. Guess what? I still love you. I still love you. I fall more in love with you every time you get up and try again. When we have that kind of love for ourselves, you know, what happens is that our defenses start to melt away and we start to see inner parts of ourselves that were hidden, that we hide from ourselves because we're afraid of ourselves. We're afraid that we are going to be so hard on ourselves and we're going to reject ourselves. It sounds almost insane, but this is what we do to ourselves. So we hide from ourselves. But when we lovingly say it doesn't matter I saw it I heard it I saw you do it guess what I don't love you any less I love you even more because you showed up here today I love you more because you got up today we can do this one day at a time then all those deep-seated things that are going inside of ourselves they start coming to the surface and they they start saying can you fix this can you take, can you, can you love me if I do this? Can you love me if you see this about myself? And if the answer is time and time again with repetition, without fail, without hesitation, yes, I love you. Talking to ourselves, yes, I love you. We start to, like an onion, peel back those layers and say, this is where the pain is right here. I've been covering it up with this, 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 and this, but now I trust myself to love me through all these wrongs. That's how sustainable correction happens. That's how happiness happens. It happens through love. It does not happen through harsh criticism. It does not happen through punishment. It does not. That's Even if you do correct under those circumstances, it's not usually sustainable it, because it's, it's fear-based. That's exactly it. And, and fear, as we know it, is the intricate part of addiction. That's exactly where it comes from. I'm afraid I need to reach for X. Uh, you know, in fight or flight, I'm going to reach for that. So the love and the happiness part makes so much sense to be able to say, I love myself. I love myself through this no matter what. Just rings so true to me and to my ears and our listeners that are out there. You Go into our next point. It says committing to an intentional daily exercise. What would that look like, Dr. Dravon? 
So what I'm talking about there is actual physical exercise. I know, I know there are people on this who are listening right now. So if you, you lost me, right? It doesn't matter how long you do it. We need to move energy in the body. Be intentional about moving that energy in the body. It's not about what you do or how long you do it or how strenuous it is. It's about making a commitment to move energy in the body, whatever you can do, not what your neighbor can do, not what your spouse can do, what you can do, because we're utilizing everything that shows up in your life. Endorphins are what I call little happy neurotransmitters in the brain. That's what they're known for. Endorphins send signals to the brain that says, guess what? We're moving. Good things are happening. And it doesn't matter what's happening on the external world. That's happening inside of you. When you exercise, when you do anything, it doesn't mean you have to break a sweat. It just means you move that body to whatever capacity that you can do it. But here is the ticket. Consistency. If you're going to pick five minutes a day, okay, pick five minutes. But do it for five minutes a day. And if you miss a day, guess what we don't do? We don't criticize ourselves. We don't fall back and say, oh my goodness, you can't stick to anything. We said, that's okay. I'm going to do it today. We forgive ourselves and we move forward. So that's how intertwined the love and, and moving the energy in the body. Basically, what I'm understanding is that it gets stored and within our body, all of that. And it, to be able to move the, the wrongs, we got to move right. So is that what we yeah. got to do? You, 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 it's, it's, it's a transmutation of energy, right? I know and that's a, yeah. that's a thing, right? It's transmuting energy. So something is sitting there. It's stagnant. It's still energy. It's still energy. We're just going to move it. We're going to transmute it with this forgiveness and this happiness. We're going to move it. We're going to get it stirring around in the body and we're going to use it for our good. Everything inside of us is to support us. We don't want it to sit there and fester and and become stale and stagnant, we move that energy and we rely upon it. Because what happens is once you start creating these positive intentional movements in the body, this little bit of release of endorphins, guess what? And it's natural endorphins, like a natural high, a natural happiness. Your body starts to say, automatically click, kick in when something happens that makes you feel kind of yucky. The body says, ooh, 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 let's go for a walk. You know, I got a remedy for that. And in that moment, you'll start to have this endogenous within you, this surge of just calmness, just calmness start to wash over you. It's hard to believe that we've been living in a body that's been riddled with anxiety and fear. It's hard to believe that in that same body is calm, peace, happiness. It is. It's all in there. We just got to mix it up. I love it. Love it. Love it. The other thing that you bring Fourth is that feed your mind purposefully. Yeah. That, how, do, how do we feed the mind purposefully? How do we do it on purpose? So let's first talk about how we do it in mind unconsciously, right? So people who are listening to this podcast today are doing, they're feeding the mind consciously. You consciously tuned in for the betterment of you and your loved ones and the people in your community, community, your society. But sometimes, I'm quite unconsciously, I'll use music. I love music. I love music. And sometimes I can get so involved in the beat of the music, the rhythm and all of that, that I'm feeding my mind a message, which I don't necessarily agree with, with the lyrics. 
Mm-hmm. I don't agree with I don't agree with that message, but I love that beat. Right. <laughs> but I don't agree with that message. But I am feeding that into my mind. And the subconscious mind, as we know, is that it's it's really a serious place. <laughs> it takes everything literally. It doesn't, it doesn't, it's not the funny girl place of us. It takes everything literally. So I'm taking that in and I'm feeding myself that. So how I count, and I'm, you know, we we can't censor everything in our life, nor am I suggesting that you do that. What I am suggesting that you do is that you have an intentional practice that you do pick some songs. If you're a person like me who likes music, you do pick some songs where you can enjoy the beat, but you also, but the lyrics match your intention for your life. Pick some conversations. Don't just sit at the lunch table, you know, and and let the conversation go wherever it goes, right? Either remove yourself or switch the conversation. You're just that powerful, right? So make those things intentional in your life. Like if you want to have a conversation with me, this is what we're going to, you know, I'm not going to dictate the conversation, but I am going to take command over what I'm going to participate in because I have to control the narrative for me. I am utilizing everything that shows up in my life, the conversation, the music, the news that I listen to, right? I, you know, I, I have friends who are newscasters and I, I absolutely love them, but that's a vocation, but they have to balance that out too, right? Because sometimes you're getting involved into uh, a lot of information that is really, really heavy. And a lot of it's kind of dark for better, for lack of a better word right now. So you got to balance that out. You got to make sure that you're putting yourself in some places where there's a lot of light, meaning that we're building people up. When you're building other people up, to give is to receive. Every time you build somebody up with your words, your thoughts, your smile, you are building yourself up. Be intentional. It's an intentional way of thinking and everything that you're saying resonates and radiates joy, which we know is is one of the ways that, or the only way that the neuroplasticity in the mind, how we rewire our mind is through joy. How we come out of any type of uh, addiction is through joy. And that's how we recreate ourselves. And I think that this is so, so beautiful. What you have given is also you talk about keep a smile journal. Yeah, I love it. I love a smile journal. I got to tell you, I use it with all of my clients and you wouldn't think these big six foot, Four men would carry a smile journal and I'm always laughing when they, you know, we meet or we get, get together on a Zoom call and then they say, okay, I got it. And so a smile journal is just this. Sometimes we are happier than we think. We don't give ourselves a being credit for that, right? So a smile journal is just this. Whenever we catch ourselves smiling, we just jot it down throughout the day, right? And something as simple as this, I was walking in the park uh, a couple of weeks ago and there was this little girl there and she had these shoes. Not only did they light up, we all seen light up shoes, but they were like gorgeous. They had all these rhinestones on them and they were just, I mean, they just made me smile just how much attention had gone to just really making these shoes so decked out. They were flashy, they were lighting up and she was gorgeous and it made me smile. And I wrote that down when I got back to my office that I smiled because of these sparkly shoes. And in that thought of those shoes, even now I'm talking to you about it as a smile across my face, right? So I encourage people, write down the times that you catch yourself smiling. This journal serves two purposes, right? Then and there, it helps you hold on to that feeling a little bit longer. But when we have those days, because we're going to have them, we're going to have the days when we feel anxious. We're going to have the days when we feel less than. 
We're going to have the days when we feel like everybody is, we're overwhelmed. Those days are coming. We, we need something. We have to have something to gravitate to. You pick up your smile journal and all of a sudden you just start flipping through. And these are your words. They're not the words of some famous poet somewhere, although I love poetry, but they're your words. These are things that happened in your world. These are things that were significant to you. And that, and that memory, you talk about neuroplasticity, that memory starts flooding back and you start stepping up within yourself. You start to, and pay attention, pay attention. Self-awareness is so important because it's so subtle and it's beautiful. The transformation of you and these little bitty things that you can do, but we have to stay tuned in. And the Smile Journal helps us to become more self-aware. Not just self-aware when the bad things happen, because we're pretty much tuned into that, right? We pretty much know when something has made us angry, something has made us tense, but we sort of have not been conditioned to pay attention to what happens to our face when we see a caterpillar, right? It's been years probably since we saw a caterpillar, since we were little kids, right? You walk down, she's like, there's a caterpillar, right? And you realize your mouth starts to etch upward. That's something to write down. That's a moment for you and for you only. That's yours. Capture it. Beautiful. That's beautiful. I can only imagine that I'm I'm going to start my smile journal. And just something that captivated me in, in your voice, what you said was, those are your words. Those are your, your things that made you smile. That, you know, we love poetry. But the, yeah. this is the poetry of your flow. This is the poetry of your voice. How this is amazing. Thank you so much for that gift. Um, oh, you're welcome. And, and it, you know what it is? It, it, you're the gift. You are the magic. But so for so long, oh my gosh, do we not remember? Was it Wizard of Oz, right? Everything everybody was looking for, right, when they got to the end was already within them. The big trick of the world is to make us believe that all of this happiness is somewhere outside of us. It's inside of us. And so what we're doing now, this, this new age, this awareness, is, it's all around us, is that we're beginning to lift this veil and we're beginning to see it for ourselves. It's like, oh my gosh, I am the miracle. I am the magic. Oh my goodness. It's scary, but it's powerful. And we're ready for it. Beautiful, beautiful. It's like honey to my ears, man. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you so much. Also, the other part that you talk about is shine the light of awareness on any negative thoughts that sneak in. What do you mean by that? How do we shine oh, the light? This is my crazy girl moment, right? So I am that person. If you've ever been in the, driving in your car on a freeway or somewhere and you glance over and you see this woman who's having a full-fledged conversation with herself, just wave at me. It's probably me. <laughs> so because this is what happens, right? And it happens to all of us. It's so sneaky. I want you guys to pay attention to this. You're, you're feeling okay. Maybe you're just feeling neutral. Neutral is a good place. It's a good place. You're just feeling neutral. Nothing's bothering you. All of a sudden, your ego wakes up and says, whoa, 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 what's going on here? Don't you remember when you didn't know the answer to such and such and you look like an idiot? So then that, that memory starts flooding back to you, right? Don't you remember when your husband left you? So, it just came out of nowhere. You were just driving the freeway, minding your business. And this thought keeps in and it starts to drag us down the sinkhole. I stopped that process right in there. I call it out loud, right? 
And that's what I call the light of awareness because you will not shadow box with me. And I'm talking about my mind. I will refuse to let you shadow box with me in the dark. So I'll call it right out. I said, oh, so you want to think about the day that I, my husband did such and such. Well, did I tell you that, that did I tell you that I healed from that? Oof. Did I tell you that I learned this from that? And I just keep, and, I, and, and, and this, is, this is real talk, guys. I am that woman. You, you look over in the car, it's me. And so I start talking to the thought. And guess what the thought can't do? It can't stand up to that. It wants me to do what I've been doing in past years is to coward backward from it and say, yeah, 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 yeah. It hurt me back then. And it wants me to go back and let it hurt me all over again. Right? That's what it's prepared to do. Right. And I don't let it do that anymore. I acknowledge it because it did happen. That's the truth. It happened to me. But here's the bigger truth. It didn't kill me. I'm still here. I'm, I am the winner. Tell that part of the story. Right. Oh, that's so, amazing. Yeah. So that's what I mean about shine a light of awareness. And so that's in my, and I'm talking to my own mind. Guys, be aware that our mind, the ego mind, it's, it doesn't mean to hurt you. First of all, we don't, I don't believe in, that's a whole nother topic, but we never fight the ego. There's a lot of different thoughts about that, but I don't believe in fighting it, but I will stand up and I will face it with the truth. And the truth is, sometimes the truth is, sometimes that stuff still hurts. Sometimes it's right. It's still, it's still, you got me. It still hurts. And I'll tell my ego that it still hurts. It still hurts. But guess what? Guess what? I'm still here. And I know I'm a better woman because it happened and it didn't take me out. It could have, but it didn't. And I may have had a bad response to it when it did happen. I have a lot of bad responses, but guess what? I got, I, I still got another day. I still win because that bad response wasn't the end of me. I just start telling it the truth. And before you know it, I don't even have to talk to it five minutes. Before you know it, it subsides. It just slinks away. Wow. Just amazing. Amazing. I, I'm going to start shadow boxing when those, those moments come up because, you know, that's exactly it. The, the default method is to cower back. Yeah. Start and going down that rabbit hole or that downhill tunnel and now it's like another tool that you've given us to say you know what yeah you're there and I'm looking at you but guess what I'm still here too right it that's mm -hmm. beautiful that's beautiful yeah. thank you yeah and I want people to use I said because I know that's real stuff and when I when I coach these are the things that people can't they can't forgive themselves and I hear this a lot I did this I can't forgive myself I said whoa 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 First of all, let's use our words properly. You haven't learned how to forgive yourself. You wish you could forgive yourself. Do you want to forgive yourself? Right? Because I can assure you that there are a whole group of people that you do not yet know who need for you to forgive yourself so that they can learn through just watching you to forgive themselves. This is bigger than us, guys. This is bigger than us. When we get to this place, we realize that we do this for not only for our own healing, our healing is important, but there's somebody watching that we may, ne they may never have the courage. I can't tell you how many emails and I look at things that people say, oh, I met you such and such a year. And I'm thinking, I look back in my life, like, oh, that was a dark period in my life. <laughs> but, but still doing my process. And I was like, you said this. 
in that one thing. And I couldn't have said that if I wasn't working on myself. It's bigger than us. Please, when you find yourself, when you find that part of your mind that wants to drag you back down that sinkhole to where you were, just start talking to it. You won't have to talk long. It's not as big of a bully as you think it is. It's like that, you know, when you turn on the light and that you're a little kid, you think there's something in the closet, you turn on the light and there's nothing there. That's exactly what shining the light of awareness is like. Once you start talking to it, it's like, oh, okay, okay, okay. It just backs away. <laughs> well, that's amazing tools. I thank you for giving us that additional tool, the smile journal, and shining the light of awareness. And then the other thing that you had mentioned before was to take five minutes each morning and to write a gratitude and list three things. And what do we do with that? How do we build upon that? So I call this my active gratitude practice. But this active gratitude practice, I never miss. I never not do this practice. Um, I wake up in the morning and on, on my nightstand, I have index cards. And I write on one side of the index card three things that I'm grateful for that happened yesterday. And I want to tell you why I do that. Because the mind loves to dwell in the past. Mm. It loves it, right? And there's a whole uh, reason for that. But just know, we, we, we love to spend time in the past. And so what I do is I tell my mind in the beginning of the day, I know you're going to want to go to the past. And every time you do, this is what you may think about these three things here, right? So that's why I do, the, that's what I'm grateful for that happened yesterday. And then I flip that card over and I write three things that I'm grateful for for today that have not yet happened. That's my intention for the day. That's my intention. So when I get to a place in my day, like I, like I do and probably everybody else does, where things are just not feeling great inside of me. Maybe I need lunch. Maybe I'm overwhelmed. Maybe somebody said something that made me angry. Whatever it is, I take this little card with me everywhere. So I get to work, I take it, I tape it on my computer, by my computer. And I look down and this is my boost. It's like my vitamin boost because, you know, we're, what happens when, we, when something happens that overwhelms us or triggers us, our mind starts racing really fast. It's looking for something, some soft place to land. It'll take anything right? And that's how we get into destructive habits. So my mind, everybody's mind does the same thing. It's searching for someplace to land. I make it land on that card. I pick it up and I think, oh, this is what I'm grateful for. Look at that. Look at that. I'm grateful for that. Man, I like that. I'm not gonna, and this is me talking, this is Draybar. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna miss out on this gratitude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm grateful for that happened yesterday. Oh my gosh, I'm grateful. For, I'm committed to this happening today. And my mood starts to, it's like little walking upstairs steps. My mood may not go from a zero to a 10. It may go from a zero to a two. That's improvement. I, I'll take anything I can get. <laughs> so I'll, you know, I'll land on that too. And before you know it, because like energy attracts like energy, something else comes and boosts me up to a step four, you know, and that's how that works. But if I don't have anywhere for my mind to land, if I don't take command over this, old habits come back. And you start thinking about, ah, you know, well, this, that. You just start going down that sinkhole again. You think, well, yeah, nothing works out for me. You know, instead of looking at, these are the three things that worked out for me yesterday. Pretty awesome. 
That makes sense. It makes total sense. This is just brilliant because the mind is a record of the past because it can't make it can it, it it can future trip, but it's making a record of the past. So why not do it on purpose? This just totally makes sense, uh, right? Yeah, and build the, the mind is very is very simplistic. As 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 for advanced as it is, it's very simplistic. The ego mind likes things that it can control. So the past is the past, right? It's got all that history. It's no, it's safe there. So it goes there. And it may find depression there. Sometimes depression, you know, the blues is a safe place. Is it, you know, it, 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 they say it's better the devil you know than the devil you don't know. It's like, oh, I'm used to being down, right? Or, or, it, or it'll go into the future where it can find a whole bunch of anxiety. Say, oh, I'm used to being anxious. Say, no, no, no. This is what we, you want to think about the future? I, here's are the three things that we can think about for the future, right? So we just take that command over. We, I, I call it, you know, the mind can be a rogue hammer. It can be used to destroy something or it can be a creative hammer. It can be used to build something. And when we use an intentional gratitude card, we're choosing to build on purpose. You had also mentioned in one of the earlier conversations that we had that it seems like some people are born happier than others, but you're saying that it's more of a mental pull-up, a mental gymnastic that we do. Yeah. And and you can increase your happiness by 40%, no matter where you were born. Could you imagine being 40% wealthier right now today? Because our happiness is a magnet. You know, our relationships improving by 40% or our health improving by 40%. That's pretty significant. And to know that we, we can improve our happiness by 40% just by doing the exercises, committing to the exercises. You don't have to do them all at one time. You don't have to incorporate them all in one year. You're just incorporating what you can in this moment and working to become consistent. No, as I said, working to become consistent because working is exercise, right? Working to become consistent is part of the process. It is part of the creating, the working, the muscle of happiness. It, it will change your life for the better. I encourage people, try it, try it today. This doesn't cost you anything. One more thing that I want to really stress here, and pardon the pun, but we talk about stressors. You had mentioned about stressors. Stressors in daily life can happen, but then it, it starts distorting our reality. Yep, it sure does. And, you know, we can talk, I, I talk a lot about stress. I've been a practicing pharmacist for over 35 years. Hard to say that, right? And so when when I used to counsel patients, I had, and we talk about, oh, you got to, you have to figure out to, how to minimize your stress. When I would say that to people, I'd get more stressed out. Because, like, really? <laughs> right. And so what I like to say is figure out how to manage your stress, right? Because nobody, right, we can do some things, right? You know, for me, a simple thing, if I pick out my clothes on Sunday night before Monday gets here for the week, I'm going to have a better morning. I know that. So I can manage, you know, I can manage those things. But some things we can't manage, right? Nobody knows they're going to get up in the morning. It's going to be a flat tire, right? So what are we going to do with that stress? What are we going to do with that stress? Stress is energy. In fact, stress, that energy is a fear-based energy, right? Excitement is the same energy without the fear. Same energy, right? 
It feels the same. It just doesn't have the fear associated with it. So knowing that, knowing that stress is just energy. What can I, if I feel stressed, right? Become self-aware of stress in the very beginning. And we talk about doing body scans. If you're a client of mine and you're struggling with stress, you know that we talk about how to do body scans on an hourly basis to find stress so it doesn't hide out in your body like a computer virus and then strike all at once, right? So we find it and we figure out how to transmute that stress. What are you trying to tell me, right? Because you, you, you're telling me something, right? There's a message here. Maybe you don't like this situation. Maybe you don't like this crowd. Maybe we need to move for a minute. Maybe we need some air. Do we need a drink of water? What do, we, what do I need in this moment? Let's not ignore this. But let's also not let this stress overtake us. If we understand it's just energy. It just wants to communicate something. Let me figure out what you want to communicate. Wow. It, it, that's so, it makes so much sense. What is it trying to communicate to me? And then be in awareness of, of what, like you said, the body scans. Where do I feel it? Where is it happening right now? And what is it trying to tell me? That's awareness of the body. And your, your book, Freedom is Your Birthright. That's just an amazing title. Tell us about it. Everything that you mentioned here, I know is part of the book and everything that you speak about in your motivational speaking. I went back and I looked at some of your interviews that you've had and they were pretty powerful. And I went to listen to some of your podcasts and I thought, wow, this is such an amazing woman that uplifts. And as a woman that uplifts community, society, I think that that is so brilliant, so beautifully done. Tell us a little bit about your book because I want to have the link for your book as well. What was the inspiration behind it? So my book, Freedom is Your Birthright, I want to say is under 100 pages on purpose because I really want people to read it. It's a tiny little book. You can read it from cover to cover in the afternoon. And I want it to get straight to the heart of the matter so people can use it as a tool. I actually keep it on my bedside. Sometimes I read it, I forget that I'm the person that wrote it. I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Go, girl. <laughs> and so I want people to have that, have that kind of tool. And I'll tell you, when I wrote the book, I wasn't even really intending to write the book. This is true life. You guys would probably feel like TMI. How, why do you know this much stuff about Draymond? But when I wrote that book, I was in what I call the trifecta of pain in my life. I had been married for 20 years at the time, and I discovered that there was a major crack in my marriage that eventually ended in divorce after 27 years. And so I was there. I had discovered that I had an autoimmune disease, which was severely impacting um, the quality of my life at the time. And I lost my job. So it was the trifecta of pain. I happened to be lying on the kitchen floor of my kitchen because I was too weak to stand up to complete preparing a meal for my kids. So I had to lie down in between every few minutes on the floor because it was cool down there on the floor and get my energy back up and I get up and stir the pot. And so while I was lying on the floor, it occurred to me, you know, it's like I had this like almost like out of body experience because so I was like, I cannot believe that you were lying on this floor. But I thought, oh, my gosh, this floor feels so good. Right. And it occurred. I saw this like um, triangle of pain in my life. Like here was my marriage, my health, my career. And I thought, well, you should be really unhappy. But I wasn't really unhappy. And I wanted and I asked myself why I was not happy. 
But I wasn't like, oh my God, life is over. I wasn't like that. I was like, here I am having to start over and I'm not happy about that, but I know everything's going to be okay. And I know that this is meant for my good. And I know that I can use this to help further my life and help somebody else. And I asked myself, why did I have that feeling? Why was I not a woman who was just totally distraught? And I started writing it out and I said, I want to help somebody else have this feeling when they're going through the heartache of life to know, yep, this is really bad stuff. I don't like the way this stuff feels at all, but it is not going to kill me, right? I am going to be okay. In fact, when I rise from this, I'm going to be even better. And that's what made me write the book. I started looking at what were my practices? What were my beliefs? How did I get here? Not how did I get to be with the autoimmune disease or how did I get divorced or how did I get you know, fired? <laughs> But how did I get to the point where I could be happy? Not not giggling happy, but happy I'm all right. I'm okay. This too shall pass happy. How did I get to that point in my life when all of these things were happening? And so I wanted to share that with people. Like, here are some things, real easy things. I'm not the smartest person in the world. If I could do this, so could you. You probably could do it better than I can. Let me show you what I'm doing. Oh, that's powerful. That is powerful, intentional, and beautiful. Thank you so much for giving us of your time. We're going to have all of your links, but if you would like, how can we best get a hold of you? What is the best way to contact or to see any of your, because I noticed that you have courses as well, and you have a, different types of avenues that you offer, right? Yeah. So I'm always doing something, right, um, to 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 further develop myself through the helping of people. That's how I see that. And so the best way to connect with me is on my website at Dr. Drayvon James. That's D-R-D-R-A-B for victory, B for victory, B-O-N, James, drdrayvonjames.com. You'll find out about my courses. As you said, you can connect with me. I have people who connect with me there who want to jump into coaching sessions with me. I don't do a lot of private coaching anymore, but I still do some. So if I have a slot, you're welcome to it. I do a lot of group coaching. I love the energy in group coaching. And right now I'm doing something that I'm so proud to share with everybody. It's called Leaders in High Heels. It is specifically geared to women who are ready to lead themselves to their next level of greatness, however they define greatness. And we are seeing some quantum leaps in people's lives. So you can find out on how to join that. You can find out on how to connect with my podcast, everything on that.com site. Well, thank you for sharing of yourself. Thank you for sharing all the gifts of joy and happiness that you bring. So thank you with that. Sobertown thanks you. Listeners, look for the the links down below. We will have all of Dr. Javon James' links so you can link up with her. Thank you so thank much. You. Thank you for having me. If you've enjoyed this podcast and found it helpful, tell a friend or someone you know pass this podcast on. And my information is Viv, founder of SoberIThrive.org. I'm an internationally certified in addiction recovery, other known as a sober coach and a life coach too. My certifications encompass the neuroscience of joyful recovery, roots of addictions, alcohol and its effects, 
Dynamics of Professional Recovery Coaching, Motivation to Change, Right Thinking in Recovery, Family Issues in Recovery, Codependent Behaviors in Addiction, and Ethical and Legal Issues in Professional Recovery Coaching. Go to my website, SoberIThrive.org, and book your free, confidential, 30-minute call. We can help create the sober warrior within you.